Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau, and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Work Wife Wine Time podcast, the podcast for women in business who are looking for connection and the support of other women who are sharing the same business journey. Awesome. So it's Dora here with you today and I'm ever so excited to connect you with our guest speaker and work wife herself, Nikki Trapper. Welcome, Nikki. Hello, Dora. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um so I know a little bit about you, but why don't you tell our guests um, a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself. Yes, thank you. And I'm super excited as well to be on here today. So thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, I work as a online uh, transformation coach. So I mainly work with professional women, um, but I have actually been working with a few men lately as well. But uh, but yeah, mainly professional women who are sort of feeling stressed and burnt out and just trying to get them sort of, you know, redirection back into what they want out of their lives, really. So do a lot of that online, um, to be honest with you. Awesome. All right. Well, let's jump straight in because today we're talking about failure and change in business. So how do um, how do you overcome a failed business to start again? Like, because it can be pretty, you know, it can be, I don't know, pretty debilitating, I guess. Um, you know, you feel a bit defeated yeah. when you feel like you've failed in business. So how do you help overcome that? Oh, absolutely. And I've definitely been there a few times. Um, I left the corporate world to start my own business. And, um, you know, a lot of us use that word failed. But I think ever since I've been in the coaching industry, we try to reframe that word to say, let's call it feedback or let's call it, um, you know, research or something like that. Let's change that word around because, to be honest with you, failure makes us feel crap about ourselves, right? And we don't want to feel like that. So if we can turn it around and say, right, okay, well, what's the feedback? You know, what happened? What went wrong? And really ask confronting questions to yourself. You know, what did I do right? And that's great. And that worked. And what did I do that was wrong that really didn't work? Because then, you know, for next time, but it's all about taking on the feedback and reframing it in your own mind to say it's OK to fail because we've got to fail to appreciate the success. Right. So, you know, you can't always be successful because then you wouldn't know what success is if you didn't fail to appreciate the success. So it's it's a hard one to learn because. You know, as I say, nobody wants to fail, but just reframing it definitely um, allows you, if you have, you know, experienced that in business, definitely try that way. Um, I would definitely say as well, try to reframe and sort of neutralise your um, your actions and your thought processes. So if you can bring those back to sort of a balance and be able to look at the bad and the positive um and then just basically change that around and, and be able to move forward in a positive way. I think you can overcome the failure or the, the feedback, let's call it. Um, I think that's the easiest way forward, to be honest, because it's all a learning curve, you know, everything we do. And if we don't take imperfect action into something new, we're never going to do it because everybody strives for perfection. 
you know um and we just we don't get there because we we stop and we stop and we stop and we hold back and we hold back and then all of a sudden we've killed our own dreams because we've held on to the perfection that we want from something rather than than giving it a go so yeah i think take the failure swing it around call it feedback and um you know keep going yeah and it's so true like and you know they always say like failure um sorry perfection keeps you small like it stops you from you know going forward so i think if you do kind of reframe it like you know put it out there see how it goes you know uh, yeah. you know don't they say like 80% done is better than not done you know so it's like put it out there it doesn't have to be perfect and just see how it goes and then you can like you said take that feedback and and change it you know make changes accordingly definitely you know just keep going it's uh, you know we're all going to fail at something we're not good at everything so we have to keep going um and just learning from from it all the time learn from the feedback learn from the lessons yeah that's what I always say to my kids practice makes perfect maybe I should stop saying the word perfect absolutely (laughs) um so if you're in your 40s and you're wanting a change whether to change your business or start start a new one because you've never done it before what are some of your tips for those people I'll definitely stay, well, I don't think at any age you can start. I've restarted in my 40s and it was scary. It was because you're sort of like going, oh, my God, what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? I should go back to the corporate world, you know, feel secure and all this sort of stuff. But you're going to live in regret from doing that because if your dreams are to start a business, then you should do it. I would definitely say do the research um, if it's for the new job or the business, to be honest, you know, write down the pros and cons um, against what you've got now versus what you want out of a business, right? Um, ask yourself, you know, will this change? What will this change mean to me? What will this change mean to my family? If I don't do it, what will it mean? Where will I be? You know, am I holding myself back? Because I think that's the thing. It's like, oh, you know, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? But Actually, if I don't do it, where am I going to be? Am I still going to be feeling, you know, like I'm I'm not reaching my full potential? Um, I'd say probably a lot of people live with regret, to be honest, of not giving something a try. So I would definitely say do the research, have the confidence, don't worry about the failure, just, you know, do what you got to do, put yourself out there. Um, if I'm at a crossroads with asking myself what to do and I learned this a lot through the coaching is I do the head heart and the gut questions so I'll ask myself right okay what is it you know the facts the figures uh will it financially work what does my head think about that decision versus what I'm doing right now then I'll ask my heart you know how do I feel about it if I feel it's the right decision if I feel it's going to be better, if I feel it's going to make me feel happier, if I feel it's going to be better for the family, right. And if I don't, you know, cross next to it. And then I'll ask my gut instincts, you know, what that initial thought, is it? Is it for you, is it not, you know. And I think if you can tick two out of those three to say yes, then, you know, that's your internal compass, right, that you're using there. You can't ask any more of yourself than asking your head, heart and your gut instinct. So I think if you've got to the two or three, then it's a, it's a yes, you know, and then, and then you take it from there. But 
yeah, I would definitely say you're never too old, definitely, to make the change and, and do what you really, really love. I think when you're older, actually, you know more about what you want to do. <laughs> I was younger and I flipped from travel industry to recruitment and sales and, you know, the property industry. And and I loved it all, but I never had the drive that I have for coaching, you know, and I only just started this a few years back. So, yeah, I'd say go for it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love them never too old. It's, um, yeah, it's a nice message, but I really like the head, heart and gut thing. Kind of it It felt really good when you were talking about it. It's kind of like you're doing, yeah, the fact side and the heart side because really sometimes you are driven by emotions even though you try, you know, to kind of keep them under wraps. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, we'll think about this logically. But it do- it does come into it. So yeah, I really, I really like that one. Really resonated with me. Good little tip there to use, definitely. <laughs> For anything, right? So anything you're at where you're in a crossroads with something, you know, if you ask all of those three things to yourself, because you know everybody else's opinion is valid and it is wanted and it is appreciated, but not everybody always has your best interests at heart for everything. Absolutely. So it is good to ask yourself, you know deep down what you want yeah absolutely so as we know women run businesses and they can get stressed and they can get burnt out or stuck in toxic relationships what are some ways women can feel confident in navigating you know these difficult situations yeah of course I mean that's you know something that I think everybody deals with on a daily basis you know feeling stressed out sort of trying to juggle 50 plates you know especially when you've got kids and kids clubs and partners and businesses and everything else to to run but I think when you can recognize those feelings and you need to sit back and and say you know what I am stressed out I am overworked or I am being pulled from pillar to post that's when you have to start setting boundaries and understanding how to do that you know which can be very difficult because you feel like you need to give your time to everybody and then you've got no time for you, you know. So really understanding and recognising those feelings and processing those, first of all. Um, Ask yourself some really confronting questions, you know, like why am I feeling like this? Why is this not working out for me? Um, You know, and really just be as honest with yourself as you can about, about those sorts of things. Um, you know, what is it in my life that I'm not happy about or I'm not feeling aligned with right now? Because when you're sort of doing lots of things that you aren't aligning with your own values or, or your own beliefs, you're sort of going against the grain, right? So you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and what you actually want to do to please other people. So being a people pleaser is actually not pleasing you at all. Um, I think as well, like, you know, the setting the boundaries. Um, I've actually got a downloadable on my website, as it goes, um, which is uh, printable. So it's a table and it um, asks you to write down your week exactly, you know, so if you bring work home, there's a red cross and a green cross. And if you bring work home, you've got 30 minutes to talk about work or turn the phone off. And, you know, you tick it for green if you did it and you put a red cross if you didn't. 
Um, and then there's things like, you know, put the kids' clubs in, put the lunches in with the friends, put the me time in, put the, you know, you reading a book time. And if you actually visualise that of what you had planned versus what you did and what you didn't, you can see where you're being stretched, you know, in your work life, your family life, your personal life and everything else. And then you can start to pull it in and go, right, well, actually, you know what, I'm I'm not actually getting the time that I need to myself to recharge and refill my own cup, as they say, to be able to give to everybody else. So, yeah, that's a really good, you know, the visuals of your week and having that set out on the fridge, I think, is is always uh, good for anybody, really, to just to see all of that. Um, even getting enough sleep. You know, if you don't get enough sleep versus running your business, you will burn out. And an unproductive entrepreneur is not a productive one. You know, they're uh, you, you just... You don't, you know, you can't focus. You can't do what you want to do. So you've got to balance the sleep with with the business as well to to get as much productivity out of it as you can. I think small goals as well. Setting small goals to make them achievable is much easier and less overwhelming than big. I think we used to call it in recruitment hags, very audacious goal. And it was just like, it was overwhelming. It was horrendous. And you're sort of going, oh, my God, how am I going to get there? You know, whereas small goals, even if it's every week you set a goal for something, once you start to achieve that, you build up self-confidence, you know that you're being productive, you know you're successful, and it keeps you in the right mindset. So it's just all the little things along the way, especially when you work on your own. You know, you need to keep yourself motivated and focused and if you're not achieving the little goals that you need, you um, you know you're going to feel like you're failing in your business. Um, I think well probably um, daily affirmations is always a good one um, as as an online business owner or just a business owner, an entrepreneur, talking to yourself in a positive way, reminding yourself of what your strengths are. So when you do have a bad day, you can say, you know what, it's just a bad day. It's not a bad life. This is the good things that I do. Okay, I might have messed up on this, but I can do these things because this is what I'm really, really good at. And, it, and it's just changing that negative thought into a positive one to keep you going. Because it's hard being, a, you know, working on your own. You've got no sort of team and support around you unless you're a big company. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I found difficult in running my business, it was like, you know, you, you can network and you can have business friends and, you know, your business network, but I feel like it's a lonely or it can be a really lonely journey because you're, you're you know, I hate the word hustling, but, you know, you're going out there trying to find new clients, working with your current ones, you know, doing all the things, um, you know, and it, and it can get quite lonely. I, I love having people around with me, you know, around me where I can bounce ideas and go, hey, I was thinking about doing this. Oh, well, you could try this way. Or, you know, just having someone to just bounce ideas off and you're actually working, you know, on the same thing, you know, like having those mutual goals. So, yeah, I, I find the advice you've given kind of really helps with that. Yeah, 
It's different, you know, coming from the corporate world as well, you know, surrounded by recruitment or travel industry people, you know, it's very, um, there's people around you all the time, like you say, and it's great. And it's when you feel down, you've got other people to pick you up. But yeah, definitely. I think self-love talk, 100%, stay on the focus road, meditation, um, all of those things, you know, definitely daily affirmations as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, a lot of people dream about, you know, leaving their corporate jobs and starting their own business. What advice would you give to these people? Just make sure you're passionate about what you want to do because I started a few businesses, small little online things a long time ago, and I I thought I wanted to do that. Um, you know, it was a little gift business online and I just didn't really have the passion for it. And the coaching is something that I have really, I am so passionate about helping other women, you know, go from a horrible stuck place with no direction to feeling amazing and wanting to achieve their goals. And so I want to work at it. I want to be consistent. I want to, you know, be here every day and be seen and be helping people. So you've got to be passionate about it. Otherwise it's going to fall flat on its face. You know, that's definitely something. Um, be prepared for the failures, um, for the feedbacks and the lessons because, you know, it's um, it's going to be hard and, and things are going to happen along the way. You're going to have to be strong, you know, to keep going as well. So you've got to be prepared for that. Work long hours, uh, probably more hours than you've worked if you've worked in a nine to five. Um, but, you know, when it's your own business, you're prepared to do that. So, you know, you've got to be able to do that, but also balance it with the sleep and the time for work and the time for family, you know, so you've got a balance there and you're not burning out. I think as well, um, you know, outsource what you can't do. <laughs> and the biggest one for me, building a website. And thankfully, my sister-in-law is amazing at that. Um, and my branding, um, definitely outsource those things because you will tie yourself in knots trying to do the things that you don't understand at all and work to your strengths. Um, I had some photos and when I look back at my original photos and my videos and my Instagram, I sort of cringe at them because they're so DIY. Um, but it shows but, the know, journey you've special- been on. It shows like where you started and where you're at now. You can kind of go, oh, look, before and after. Yeah, it does. You're so, so right there as well. And you know what? It's really good to look back to see how far you've come. Um, But, yeah, I mean, up in your game, for me personally, the professional photography and stuff like that, the new website, the branding, you know, it took me to a different level because you want people to see you as a professional, you know, not just as a sort of DIY or online doing what you do. But, you know, that's how I looked at it anyway, um, when you can afford to do these things. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that probably a few things, really. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to, you know, you were talking about the long hours and the balancing and the outsourcing, and you're you're right because you end up wearing so many hats, like you're the CEO, you're the the chief financial officer, you're the chief operating officer, you're the admin person, you're, you know, like, you you know, the marketing person, you're everything. So you can't can't do it all, right? And, yeah, you do. I definitely found like I found um, I needed support with my numbers because it was just, it felt scary, especially when I first started. And so I got advice from a bookkeeper 
and I got her to set up, well, she recommended QuickBooks because of my business and yeah. she set it up and trained me and it just made such a difference because I was like, okay, now I know what I'm doing. I'm on the right path, you know. I, you know, and I had to go back to her a few times for things, um, but it kind of just gets you, you know, well, it got me to a point where I was like, okay, I can, I can deal with this. I know what I'm doing. So, yeah, definitely Super. calling in the help when you need it. Yeah, 100%. And it takes that, that away from you as well so that you can spend more time being productive on the things that you need to be productive on. Absolutely. Um, otherwise, especially, yeah. Yeah, especially if it's going to take you 50 hours to work out how to build your website and you could outsource it to someone who can build it in yeah. 10 without the frustration. Like I don't need another 500 grey hairs from trying to build a website. <laughs> that's how I feel about building websites anyway (laughs) I completely agree um so over the last 30 years the way we do business and how people interact with our businesses has changed can you share your tips on running a business in 2023 I mean it's it's crazy now I mean I was an old school knock on doors sales business development manager I'd map my area I would drive there in the car with my presentation get in front of a CEO or a director and you know put my charm on basically and I'd know there and then you know did I get the deal did I not or the next day whereas now online businesses especially in the coaching space as such but you know you have to um it's all about socials and platforms and email sequences and all of these other crazy things, uh, you know, lead magnets and uh, being able to hook people in on these offers and and et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? The nurturing part of being able to connect with people to sort of bring them into the coaching space is all about, you know, small chit-chat, finding stuff that relates to you with them and, you know, things that maybe they've got on their socials like, you know, music or something like that, just being able to relate, to build trust online um, it is, is hard and it's so patience is absolutely what you need for an online business um, because it's it's just not going to happen overnight, you know, unless it was something like COVID where you sold loungewear and all of a sudden you turned into a millionaire overnight, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just, if you're lucky like that, that would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely say patience, commitment, uh, consistency. You've got to show up every day. You've got to put in the effort. You've got to put in the hours. Um, definitely an online um, as well would be to be yourself, be as authentic as you possibly can because, Lots of people go on and go, oh, I'm going to copy that particular person. You know, they've done really, really well. And, you know, that's not you. That's not how you would do it. And and that people see that. They smell that fakeness a mile away. So if you're not yourself, if you're not authentic and you're trying to copycat someone else, I don't think you're going to be very successful because you're just not being you. And people can sense that a mile off, you know. Um it's like the same, you know, when you're talking to somebody, you've got to be genuine because otherwise you'll just get blocked. You know, they're like, no, thanks. I don't want to say, I'll see you later. Um, it's hard being so, yeah, authentic. Think... It's it's hard keeping that front Sorry? on of being, it, it's hard to keep that front on of being someone you're not really. Yeah, it's exhausting. 
I mean, that is exhausting, you know, just, and the thing is, if you're genuinely passionate about what you do, you don't need to be fake. Exactly. Because you're giving your all about how you genuinely feel about something. And um, if you want to help people or you want to teach people or whatever it may be, you know, that's, that will come across. Um, And I've definitely found that doing videos on Insta and things like that is, it's definitely more punchy than just posts and just writing. You know, people want to see you. They like seeing you make cups of tea and breakfast and going to the gym. I mean, it's absolutely mental. But, um, you know, you've got to go with, with what's popular, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Um, Lastly, can you tell us where people can find you, Nikki? Where can they connect with you, your website, your, your socials? Absolutely. So I, I'm on Instagram, uh, which is Coaching with Nikki, um, and it's N-I-C-K-I. I have to tell everybody that because it's a, another coach, I think, with a Y on the end of her name. Um, and my website is www.coachingwithnikki.com. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the socials um, on there to to check me out. Excellent. Um, and... Can you leave us with one last key takeaway? If there's one thing anyone could take away from listening today, what what would that be? Um, I would probably say take imperfect action and just go for your dreams. You know, if there's something you want to do, do the research but just taking perfect action and try it out because if you don't try it, you'll always regret it. Yeah, I love it, imperfect action. I think there was someone used to say take messy action <laughs> and that also resonated too. I was like, yeah, I felt like I could be there with my messy hair and whatever I was wearing. <laughs> I could just do it. So I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't get anything done otherwise, you know, you just got to go go for it yeah absolutely okay brilliant and that's a wrap and as always kick-ass women and fellow workwives remember you're not alone because collaboration is power and most importantly we all get it thanks for coming on today nikki thank you so much for having me it was absolutely brilliant thanks for tuning into our podcast if you enjoyed it hit subscribe if you'd like to learn more then check out our website www.workwifewinetime.com.au While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.